Tonight is episode nine. I'm so grateful to have come this far. Uh, episode nine, I, I, I think it's a big deal. I think it should be celebrated. Um, people start projects all the time and they they don't always follow through or they don't always finish but i'm glad that i'm still going through i'm still pressing forward i'm still being consistent and i encourage you to do that in whatever area of or i should say in every area of your life right we should display consistency we should display perseverance and celebrate those moments celebrate when you when you persevere celebrate when you're consistent celebrate it don't overlook it don't don't uh, devalue it don't make it trivial and unimportant so i'm happy to be at episode nine and thank you for going on this journey we are applying wisdom tonight we're talking about handling disappointment I want to know, there's a question I want to ask. And if for those of you that are listening, you can email me after. And for those that are watching live, you can write in the comments. But I really want to know, how do you handle disappointment? Disappointment is something that every single one of us who live on this earth, who's alive, we're going to deal with it. We're going to face it. It's going to happen. It's one of those common things that we will all experience some way, shape or form in some circumstance or another disappointment. So how do you handle disappointment? Because I'm finding and I'm seeing. Dealing with or experiencing so many disappointments can become a stopping point for many people. There are many people who don't know how to handle disappointments. And then on the other side of the board or of the fence, there are many people who know how to handle disappointment. They have the right mindset. They have the right outlook. They are mature emotionally and other things we're gonna talk about. And so they may know how to handle disappointment, but I wanna know how you handle disappointment. I'm seeing more and more, the more I study, the more I research, the more I live and the more I experience things that disappointment has, and still is for many people, become a thing that has gripped them and has stopped them. So let's talk about what disappointment is. Or, or why disappointment happens. Disappointment happens when there are expectations that are not met. That's when disappointments come into play. You become disappointed when you have an expectation. I think this is gonna happen, or I expect that to happen. I expect it to go this way. I expect the business to do this. I expect you project, you have expectations, and then they're not met. So how do you handle disappointment? And disappointment happens in different aspects also. What do I mean? You can be disappointed in a project or something. You, you could be disappointed in, in a, a business 
um, failing or you could be disappointed in your team your, your favorite sports team not winning you can be disappointed in people you can have expectations of people you can have expectations of a mom and a dad or a friend or even a, a co-worker right you can have expectations of people and and so there's disappointment that you'll have if those expectations are not met and then disappointed in yourself yeah that's another one yep we can be disappointed in a project we could be disappointed in other people but then there's the disappointment that we have in ourselves and we're going to find out tonight if we really know how to process through being disappointed in those many facets or those many in those different types of ways and if you don't know how to then we will at the end of tonight we will be able to apply some wisdom okay so let's begin with you know being disappointed in people how do you respond to your expectations not being met how do you respond when you expect something of someone and it doesn't happen does your treatment towards them change do you now not speak to them do you treat them bad what do you do how do you respond to disappointment when other people disappoint you because it's important in life and as we progress and as we grow it's important that in every aspect of our life we're moving and we're progressing through it healthily and with the right mindset there are people who get disappointed by someone and they they you know i'll never talk to that person again i'll never deal with that person again or it be it it creates trust issues because this person i they're always disappointing me i always have these expectations but they're always disappointing me so let me ask another question who or what is guiding your expectations who or what is setting your expectations is it tv is it pop culture is it famous people ricky smiley steve harvey is it your neighborhood is it your family who's setting your expectations is it the music you listen to is it the word of god is it the principles of god is it something else that you may read who's setting what's guiding your expectations i said before a few minutes ago that disappointment comes after unmet expectations but the question or the key question is are the expectations that you have appropriate are the expectations that you have the right expectations are they are am i supposed to expect this from this person am i supposed to expect this going into business am i supposed to expect this from myself 
So many times we find that we don't have the right expectations. Some may, some may. And if that's you, bless you, thank you, help the rest of us. And there's many of us out here that need to be in a place where we're setting the right expectations. Because disappointments and constant disappointments, especially when you, you don't have or are not functioning by the, the right or appropriate expectations, disappointments can push you into a place of some negative emotions. And we'll touch on that. We won't harp on the negative emotions. We're going to spend more time focusing on how we can overcome or we can push past the disappointments that we face and handle ourselves maturely, handle ourselves well. Okay, so let's talk about it. Disappointment, when we have inappropriate expectations, it can lead to some negative emotions such as this. You may find yourself here. If you do, we're going to grow. We're going to move past it. Number one, anger. You can you can be, start to become angry. You can start to display number two, fear. So I ask, okay, what are your expectations? Because if you don't have the right expectations, you're putting yourself in a position. You're setting yourself up to constantly be going through disappointment that's going to pull you down negatively emotionally so now you're, you're angry and this is another way that people deal with anger there's several ways but this is another way that people can begin to deal with anger one may begin to deal with anger so if if you're someone that that deals with anger possibly you may have the inappropriate or the wrong type of expectations of people of circumstances and of yourself of people of circumstances and of yourself so again i ask the question who is it that's setting your expectations who is it that's guiding your expectations it's important to have the right expectations so if you deal with an individualist look at it from this perspective if you deal with an individual that has proven that they are not, uh, let's say, trustworthy or they don't keep their word. If the first time that happens or even the second time that happens and that begins to become a habit, then you must adjust your expectations. And I don't care who that person is. You have to adjust it. Don't mean you hate them don't mean you're going to treat them bad but you must adjust your expectations so it doesn't impact you or affect you in a negative way and then keeps you stuck and keeps it keeps you bound every day that we're alive we should be progressing every day that we're alive we should be accomplishing something greater and none of us have the time to be stuck to be caught up in in or so filled with anger and fear because of wrong expectations so many times when it's like uh you know a family member for example because we love them so much 
or because this is the person I grew up with, or this is this is my mom, or whoever it may be. It could be a, a friend that you grew up from, you were a little child. You keep putting yourself in a position to, to be disappointed and to open up yourself to these type of emotions because you won't adjust your expectations. You gotta adjust. You have to adjust, all right? So adjust your expectations. No, don't don't be so familiar and so tied, so tied to someone or a group of people in the wrong way where you keep allowing yourself to be disappointed. That's self-abuse. And we don't need to be abusing ourselves. We ought to be loving ourselves, building ourselves, putting ourselves in position to grow and to 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 flourish. Yeah, that's the word I want to use to flourish. All right. So here I gave you number one. Number one was anger. Number two was fear. These are negative emotions that can begin to surface from having improper expectations. Anger, fear. Another one is being indifferent to life. I just, whatever happens, happens. You just become apathetic. Oh, well, I'll just go with the flow. I'm just going to go with the flow. Let's look at this aspect. Let's take this example. Let's say you were going into a business. You want to be a business owner. You want to be an entrepreneur. You want to be a CEO, right? You, you want to build something of your own. You want to build legacy. And that's great. But you don't do any research. You don't study the industry or the area, the arena that you're going into. You don't do any research. You don't know anything about it. You just have wishful thinking. So you go into it and you say, all right, I'm going to start the business because it's, I'm passionate about it. And then you have all these inappropriate expectations and the business fails. And then now you go, oh, I don't, well, you know, disappointment starts to speak to you and you say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this being a business owner type thing. In business and in other areas, but and in business, do you know that you have to look at the risk and reward? Now, you don't look at the risk to deter you. Actually, you look at the risk to help build your faith and to help help you strategize. Okay, I'm speaking the in the in the aspect or the arena of business right now. You have to look at the risks and the rewards. Many of us go into business and we only think about the rewards. Oh, this okay. I'm gonna make a lot of money. All right, okay, okay. I'm a, I'm a. All right, so I'm gonna have these many customers. All right, yeah, because I could I could cook really good or. I, I got a good design. I, I'm really good into fashion. But then you don't know you don't know anything about the risks. You don't know anything about seasons, the seasons of business, when it may be slow, when it may pick up, when when the fashion changes, or how people eat. You you have no information, you have no nothing. 
And so you go into it with all these improper, inappropriate expectations. And when it fails, you're like, oh, well, I'm just not going, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to try. I'm, I don't, I don't want to feel that again. So expectations, what am I speaking to for the last 15 minutes here or so? Expectations, having the right expectations. Disappointment is going to happen. That's without, that, that goes without question, right? It's going to happen. But the way it impacts us doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't have to stop us. It doesn't have to keep us uh, stuck. So let's go back to some of these emotions, anger, fear. I said apathy, where you're just, you know, well, whatever. I'll just go with the flow. I'm not really going to push my business. I'm really not even going to do the business anymore. I'm really not even going to try and have any friends because the other these friends that I had, they just suck. And so I'm just going to isolate myself. All right. So we can't allow ourselves to get stuck there. Uh, number four, self-blame. You begin to blame yourself. Oh, and there, there is a, there is a fine line. I'll say, uh, between accountability and making sure you you are holding yourself accountable, and you have mentors and those that are greater than you holding you accountable, and then getting into self blame. Self-blame is going to keep you stuck. It's going to keep you, uh, it, it's going to put you in the mindset of you're not good enough. You're not worthy. You don't deserve to be happy, to succeed, to, uh, uh, you know, be, to, to pursue whatever it may be. It could be a friendship. It could be a business. It could even be you getting yourself better, learning, growing. And you may feel like, well, you know, I'm 72, I'm 44, and I, listen, I just be messing up, and I, that ain't for me anyway. All right, number five, this is the last one I'll give on, on, on some of the negative emotions. Despair, desperation. To the point of where it's like, have you ever met anyone that they just don't have no hope? It don't matter what you say. It don't matter what you talk about. It, it doesn't matter. They just don't have any hope for anything. Everything is negative. They got a dark view on everything. This may be, can be from disappointments that they have experienced because of setting the wrong expectations. So I go back to this question again. Who or what is guiding and setting your expectations. We got to look at that. We got to pay attention to that. All right. So before I move on again, thank you all for watching Murphy's law podcast. Thank you all for listening. Please go and subscribe. If you haven't share this with someone tonight, we're talking about handling disappointment. All right. All of us face it. All of us deal with it. Some of us progress. Some of us use it as motivation or we use it to propel us forward. And some of us, it keeps us stuck. It keeps us bound. But tonight, after tonight, all of us are going to move forward. 
All of us are going to have the right expectations. All of us are going to understand how we can progress through this thing called disappointment because it's a part of life. You can't escape it. All right. So I want to give you some ways to approach handling disappointment in a positive, progressive, healthy ways. Okay. Here's number one. And I've asked you this question several times. Review your expectations. When you face a disappointing circumstance, however, whether it is in someone, in a project, or even in yourself, come on, review the expectations. It, it, if you are someone who, you know, you didn't get a lot of attention or affirmation growing up, and there's many things you didn't learn in your younger years, if you're just learning it now in your 30s and going into your 40s, you know, come on, you, you can't beat yourself up. How can you expect to know what you weren't been, what you weren't taught? But the key is now that you are up in age, you are 35, 37 is not to allow pride or any type of shame or embarrassment to cause you not to learn whatever it is that you you're learning now. So review your expectations, assess them. All right. Am I having the right expectation in this? Okay. Well, I didn't know about this and I'm learning right now. So I shouldn't beat myself up. What I should do is I should take the information take what I've learned and begin to apply it, begin to grow in it, begin to develop in it. Maturity has nothing to do with your age, number-wise. It's how you are established uh, emotionally, the stability you display. All right, so review, review your expectations. Are they realistic? If you don't know nothing about building tree houses, why in the world would you beat yourself up if your tree house fell down and, and just didn't work? No, go get the information, go learn, and then build a tree house right. All right, so number one is review your expectations and make sure they are realistic, they're appropriate. Now, I'll say this, and this is very important. Don't always leave it up to yourself to set your expectations. There are some things that you don't know about that you have no experience in, and it may not be any fault of your own. I'm 37 years old and I'm, I'm growing and I'm loving where I am in life. I'm loving this season of my life because I'm, I'm growing. I'm learning things I've never learned before, right? I didn't know it before. I'm learning it now. I'm learning it now. So there's areas where I don't know. So I got to get the help. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to do this. So I can't figure it out on my own and just go about doing things on my own. I have to make sure 
that those that are in my life that are there to help me, that have been there, have walked this way before, have gone this way before, they're there to help me. And that could be in every aspect of your life. Now I'm beating up the mic. Business, money, relationship, you name it. So always be open to getting help, all right? And let those people who've been there, who have been there and know what it takes, let them help you to set the right expectations so that you're not battling with unnecessary disappointment, all right? Number two, see if the disappointment was caused by something out of your control. Assess the circumstance that happened. This is how you move through handling disappointment was it anything that was out of my control was it something that i could have done differently because sometimes you all the truth is you did it all right and sometimes it doesn't work out or sometimes especially if you're in a partnership a job or you're working in a team Sometimes you did what you were supposed to do, but the other person didn't do what they were supposed to do. And so you can't hold yourself responsible for what someone else does not do or what they choose not to do. One of the greatest things I learned in over the last five to six years was how not to be controlling, how not to think in controlling ways. I learned that people have the right to make decisions and choices that they want to make. And I can encourage them to do the right thing, but I can't force them. And I cannot take responsibility and not now or ever will I take responsibility for the choices or the inappropriate, improper, wrong choices that others may make. So this is not, I'm not speaking about releasing yourself from responsibility and not holding yourself accountable. But I am also saying that you can't control them. And and it may not have worked out because of them. It's nothing you could have done differently. You did everything you were supposed to do. So in a circumstance like that, there's no need to beat up yourself. It's no need to get down. It's no need to spiral into depression. Say, you know what? I did what I was supposed to do. Applaud yourself for making sure that you were exactly who you were supposed to be. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. So number two, See if the disappointment was caused by, assess it, look into it. Was it out of my control? Because if it's out of my control, I'm all right with it. Number three, this is very, very key. I do this. I think you all should do this. Meditation, meditate. And I'm not talking about only emptying your mind and just seeing black space. Meditate on the word of God. My encouragement to everybody, if you've never done it before, if you've never read the word of God before, go meditate on it. There's a great place you can start. You can start in the book of Proverbs. You can start even in the Psalms. 
listen, that, that's a great place to start to read. Proverbs is filled with wise sayings and, and tips and all, I mean, all kinds of input and impartation to make you greater and to establish you in wisdom. Meditate on the word. All right. Number four. I said this before, but I'll say it again. Ask for counsel. Who's your mentor? Do you have a mentor? Do you have a spiritual leader? Do you have a pastor? Are you doing this thing called life on your own in every aspect? You're doing life on your own. You're doing business on your own. You're doing, you're, you're handling your finances on your own. You're doing relationships on your own. Everything you're doing on your own. It shouldn't be that way. So if you're what people like to call a loner, no, get rid of that loner mentality. That doesn't help you to progress in the way that you should. And there's always someone greater that has been there, that has done it, that has overcome it, that has gone through it and can help you not go through some of the same things that they went through. You can skip the depression. You can skip the anger. You can skip the fear. You can, you can jump over to apathy. Self-blame don't ever have to be a thing with you. So ask for counsel. All right. And, and make sure again, not from, don't ask for no, listen, don't ask for counsel from your friend around the street that don't know nothing. And now all they do is read posts, their favorite person posts. No. You want to get to someone who really God has put in your life and God will place those people in your life. I'm telling you, he will. So I tell this story all the time and I'll give you the quick version of it. In 2017, it was either 2000, late 2016, early 2017, I was at a very critical and yeah, critical point in my life. I was getting ready to make all types of crazy decisions. And I said to God, God, you know, I don't know what's going on in my life. I don't know. I'm about to do this because I, you know, I'm, I'm figuring it out on my own. And so everybody seemed to be doing their own thing. And I told God that on a Wednesday night and on a Thursday morning, he sent someone specifically designed and assigned to me. And my person I'll say it that way, or my, my mentor, my spiritual father is Dr. T.D. McNutt. That's how it happened. Just like that. As amazing as it sounds, to some it may, it may even sound unreal, but that's how it happened. On a Wednesday, I said, God, I need some help because I'm about to mess this whole thing up. On a Thursday, he sent somebody. I didn't pick him. I didn't say, you know what? I'm a, I'm a follow this guy. Yeah. He looked like a good guy for me. So let it be the one that God places in your life. And God, God is involved in every aspect of our life. Anyone that's listening right now, watching live, you're listening, hear me. God is involved and interested in every aspect of your life. It's not just a matter of, Oh, he going to bless you or he going to curse you. It, he, his, relationship and his love and what he desires is much more than that. So he's interested in every part of your life 
and in your development as a human being. Yes, he is. All right. Okay, so number five. You all ready for number five? Before I give number five, let's go back over to uh, first four. All right, so we said review our expectations, assess them, ways to approach handling disappointment in a healthy way. Review your expectations and make sure they're appropriate. Make sure they're realistic and they're not crazy and out of whack, all right? Assess to see if the disappointment was something outside of your control. If you did everything you were supposed to do and it happened outside of your control, it happens like that sometimes. Life happens like that sometimes. All right, number three, meditation. Meditate on the word of God. And might I add, if you are looking for a place to get pure, solid word and you don't have somewhere, you just watch whoever every now and again, or you might listen to someone every now and again, I encourage you to go over to Facebook, look for Transformation Empowerment Worship Center, Miami Gardens. Dr. T.D. McNutt is the apostle, the pastor there. I encourage you to go and, and come live with us. That's my church. That's my home church. We're live on Thursday nights at 7.30, Sundays at 11 a.m. Come, listen. We have clips on the page. We have all of our gatherings on the, the messages preached on the page. So come, come and listen, all right, and learn. So that's my invitation to you. Number four, ask for counsel, not from your friend around the street, not from the person you know in all your life that you're comfortable with. No, God has people set in place to help bring you from lower levels to higher, greater levels. Number five, this is the final one, you all. Look at every setback. Look out for an opportunity to learn. Look for an opportunity to learn. There's something to learn in every disappointment, every setback. There's something to learn. So failure is not the stopping point. Failure is not, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Even in things failing, there are things to learn. So look for the opportunity, have that perspective, have that outlook to say, all right, what can I learn from this? What, what, can I, what can I do better the next time? Okay, what do I need to not do? Every disappointment, every setback slash setback is an opportunity to learn. Don't look at the failure as finality and don't make a thing failing, say that you are a failure. Or if you made a mistake, don't be, don't get stuck at, oh God, I'm a failure. I just suck. That's not the way to do it. No, you don't suck. You're learning and you're growing. And this is a part of the process of growing, of becoming better. So embrace, embrace this journey of growing. There's some areas that you may have down pack. You, you got it. And there's some areas that you may not grow in those areas. Deal with, take the, take on the, the, the discomfort of it, the unusual feeling of it. This feels strange. 
yes, that's going to happen. You're going to have those feelings. They'll pass. All right. So look for the opportunity to learn. To gain wisdom, to gain greater understanding, to gain even greater strategy. And this appointment will never keep any one of us stuck ever again. We'll know how to move through disappointment. Yeah, you can push past it. Yes, it doesn't have to keep you bound. Yes, 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 yes. You can get past it, whatever it is. That fear, you could throw it away. That anger, I'm telling you, you could throw it away. Because you can move through and handle disappointments and let it be a teaching agent. Let it buffer you. Let it let it mature you. There's so many positive. There's so many progressive things. There's so many enhancing things that can come from the disappointments that we will face. Different types of disappointments. All right. So look. That's what I wanted to give you tonight. I am so thankful and grateful that you all are here. I mean, you could have been anywhere else, but you are here listening and watching the Murphy's Law podcast. And I'm telling you, I'm grateful. And I love every single body that's watching and listening and that send the emails. Thank you so much. If you want to support, if you want to give, if you want to sow seed, you can at the cash app money sign murphy's law podcast that's money sign murphy's law podcast please go and follow us on anchor spotify google podcast and wherever you listen to your podcast go on over to youtube murphy's law podcast that's the name of the channel and subscribe hit the little subscribe button and subscribe and tell your friend about it so they can watch it again. Thank you for those that follow on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook at Murphy's Law. We're also on Instagram. Hey, guys, we're applying wisdom. We're growing. I encourage you to commit yourself to not quitting. Can you do that? Can you commit to not quitting ever? I'm committing to not quitting ever. I might make mistakes. I might, might not do everything perfect, but I will get another opportunity. I'm going to allow myself to get the opportunity to get it right the next time, to get it perfect the next time, to be excellent the next time. I'm not going to let my last opportunity be a, 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 a failure or, you know, falling short. No, no, no. So let's commit to not quitting. I see your comments. Thank you. So I'm committing to not quitting. You commit to not quitting. We can handle disappointment. We can progress. And we can we can live and we can be so we can maximize the potential and the calling and purposes that God has placed us, placed inside of us and the reasons he's put us here on this earth. Every last one of us have one. 
and we can excel. So I think if we commit to not quitting and we encourage each other, we can do great things. We can accomplish great things. All right, so we handling disappointment. We not getting stuck in life. We gonna keep pressing, we gonna keep moving forward. This has been Murphy's Law. If you wanna email us, please, I'd love to hear from you. Let's apply wisdom at gmail.com. If you have a testimony, if you have an amazing story, you want to share it, go ahead, please share it. I love to share it with, with our listeners and those that watch. Again, this, this, this podcast has been brought to you and sponsored by BOJ Clothing. Go on over to Facebook, BOJ Clothing, go to the store, get you a shirt, get you a hat. And tell everybody you save because of Jesus. You love everybody because of Jesus. We're leaving. We're getting ready to go. I want to encourage each and every one of you. Pray for those in this country and around the world that are in lesser positions than us. Right now, we know in, in Louisiana, I believe it is, there's, they're, they're facing a lot of flooding. Um, they, they need our prayers. There's Afghanistan. There's still the people of Haiti that recently experienced that devastating earthquake. So let's not only pray, but let's practically help if we can. Give, sow a seed, send some water, send, send whatever you can. Be a part of making this life better. Be a part of making the world a better place, not only for you, but for everybody. All right? We're going to gather again next week at 8 p.m. Eastern. I want to see all of you invite somebody. This has been Murphy's Law. Yep, Murphy's Law, where we apply wisdom. I'm so excited you were here tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week. All right, until then, let's apply wisdom. All of you, enjoy your night. I love you. Come